It's right after the time machine. <laughs> okay, so all right, let's. It's time yeah. machine story. Go, Hammond. Have so, your have your time machine time. We've had a running joke. Fucking time machine. <laughs> <laughs> My name is West Gibbons, and welcome back to the Tungsten Originals podcast. You just heard part of my conversation with Taylor Dick and Hammond Lake, the co-directors of a short film I'm co-producing and acting in, This Won't Hurt Until You're Gone. We discussed their origins in filmmaking, the difficulties of co-directing, and how this film might win us $50,000. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 22 of the Tungsten Originals podcast. Taylor and Hammond, Hammond and Taylor, thank you for coming on the podcast. How are y'all doing? Doing great. Thanks Is this for y'all's having first us. time being on a on a PCast? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, 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 I feel like I feel like I um don't even know what to do anymore like, talking is like typically the best. Well, i mean yeah of course i'm gonna talk like, <laughs> no, I, I don't know what to do with just, my hands yeah yeah like right, but right that's right. like not applicable here so. yeah exactly no one can see your hands so. i know so that's the good part i can't about even it. see my hands over the mic yeah exactly <laughs> this is actually the first time we've recorded an episode outside of savannah so very exciting pretty so, cool stuff yeah. and the reason we're in savannah is because we are here making a movie called this one hurt Oh no! I butchered it. <laughs> nice. I don't know. We got to start over. <laughs> and from the top, my guys, yeah, yeah. let's this one. go. <laughs> there you go. There's your fucking clip. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Taylor just cracked open a burr. A burr. A burr. That's a burr. Um, Mark, burr. But we're making a movie called "This Won't Hurt Until You're Gone" for the Louisiana Film Prize. But we're going to talk about that later on in the episode. But before before we get to that, I want to talk about you boys and how how you got into the game. I want to start off with Taylor because I know you a little bit more. Taylor actually worked on my movie last summer, 38,000, and you were in AC. Yeah. Assisting camera. Oh, air, conditioner. air conditioner. Air <laughs> conditioner. <laughs> and he killed it. Um, I hope it didn't kill anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, yeah, I, how did I get into this? What's your story? What's my story? It's like, it's really long. <laughs> like, got, I don't want to, I don't, I mean, we have an hour. Cool. Like, yeah. okay. That's, it's only going to take me. So, um, I, I have to think about how to say this. So you're from Louisiana. Yes. I'm from Louisiana. Like, yes. of course I'm, I'm from North Louisiana, which yeah. is great. There's is a little bit are. of film work here. That's yeah. fantastic. But like, I didn't get into filmmaking until like three years ago maybe oh really yeah i've only been doing this for a little bit and i okay. mean that's that's nice i guess um i i don't <laughs> hey, know that's the podcast yeah that's <laughs> nice like it's cool whatever um it's funny because like i well I'm, I'm actually out working in the field now so it's yeah, not yeah. like it's not like i see it as like this glamorous thing it's just like fuck it's another day at work like let's yeah. go let's now, go i mean now it's, it's your a job, job. job. Yeah. yeah it's my yeah. job yeah and i have like six of them so like, <laughs> you just have to like accept the fact that that's that's what you're doing yeah. and well not even accept the fact enjoy the fact that that's what you're doing yeah, absolutely but you go out and you do it mm-hmm. and it's not like you have hours right, guys, and stuff. let's uh let's create this thing that's uh that's my life's dream to make like <laughs> yeah. it, and that's not on like sometimes you have to go and work on like a commercial a commercial yeah, yeah. sometimes like Things i work you aren't for passionate a, about yeah. yeah which is fine yeah. because i'm still behind the camera i'm still having a great time yeah but like i've only been freelance for like a year like and and i mean i've gotten a few names like i've gotten i've gotten a little bit of work but it's not yeah. like it's not like i'm fully established it's just that i treat it as a job now i treat it as what i do but yeah. um 
I started, oh man, it was, it was after a lot of weird shit happened all at once. <laughs> okay. Like, like I had like a dude, this is like, this is about to get fucking depressing for no goddamn reason. <laughs> so like, great I, way to open the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Bitches. Four minutes in. Let's go. Uh, so <laughs> I like my house burned down. Whoa. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. That, I told you, I warned you. Yeah. Like my house burned down. One of my good friends from high school had died. Mm-hmm. And then I was homeless because of the house burned down. Yeah. And then like a lot of other shit that yeah. I'm not going to talk about because yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was like all that shit happened and it put me in like this weird funk where I was like, do I really want to do what I'm going to do? Because originally I was going to be an English teacher. And I remember you made this decision right when you came to 38, right? Yeah, actually. Like right, yeah. at, like right yeah, before. Because yeah, yeah. originally I was going to like work as an English teacher and yeah. then just like do only creative work okay. on the side. Yeah. But... I just kind of went, you know, and, uh, fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, I like doing this and yeah. there is work in the area, so I might as well make it happen. Yeah. So I, what was I talking about? See, that's what happens when you ramble. You just completely forget No, you're forget good. Okay, well, you well, I have a question for you. So, yeah. so like, why was this the backup choice? Did you have a passion for film always? No. You know I what didn't, I mean? I didn't even know that I wanted to do it, was okay. the thing. Like, I, I never really felt like I had a passion for it. It was... Like photography was okay. always around, yeah. Kind of like my um my grandfather was a photographer, my great grandfather was a photographer, but it was always like a hobby based thing. Gotcha. So originally, I I got kind of interested in photography after after everything had happened. Yeah. And after I was like, I'm kind of looking for something more for something that I can at least like occupy my time with, instead yeah. of just being like a sad mopey little yeah, shit. Yeah. So was the was was art a way to deal with that stuff? Yes. Cool. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Because like it's it's yes. Like yeah. that's the easiest way to put it. Is yes. Yeah, okay, <laughs> like, great. Yeah. I, but I um I I ended up I ended up going back to school because like uh, after shit like that happens you kind of like. <laughs> I kind of can't live here anymore. I don't have a fucking house. Yeah. So I, I, I would say that's the number one yeah, thing. Yeah, that's kind of the yeah, easiest way to like, live a place. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, to have a house, you got to have a house. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what ended up happening was I was, uh, where was I? Okay, I was here. I was here at my parents' house. Yeah. And in Minden. Hi, whenever yeah. you um, become a filmmaker in your first year, you live with your parents. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, welcome to the industry, Fox. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the industry. It sucks. Uh, whenever I was living here, Hammond was originally working on the... When I Let You Go. When I Let You right? Go. Yeah. When I Let You Go. And that was 2016 when okay. we did that. 2016, we, yes. We started shooting early yeah. 2016. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. And I think you had already shot some of it. I, I had gotten like b-roll and i had already written the script and we had the cast pretty much assembled yeah but you you stepped on when we were on the second day of shooting yes uh and that was after we had done our first really big scene yes and which was a low-key disaster (laughs) okay but i'm not gonna go into that uh because there's names that would have to yeah for for names and personal reasons and stuff but but the first day was not optimal and then taylor came on for the second day Mm -hmm. and that's honestly that's, that's when things drastically improved just because mm-hmm. I think you were so enthusiastic about the industry, just like getting out there, you know, doing this yeah. for like first real like film, you know. That's not how I fucking remember it. I remember just being like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I remember you making a lot of like really good suggestions. And we we talked a lot about lighting. I remember lighting being like a big thing and not mm. so much framing. 
Since fucking when was I smart like that? (laughs) (laughs) You're smarter than you know. I guess. Shit. Because we talked a lot about that during like the 80s party scene and stuff. Yeah. Like even. Yeah. We did. Mm -hmm. Mm, Okay. Mm. Look at me. I'm sort of a big deal. (laughs) I. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, like I. I got onto that mm-hmm. and that wasn't really, it was more of just like a thing where I was like, Oh, this is interesting. Like I can try this out. Yeah. And it didn't really click fully. And then I went back home and I remember my friends tried to get me out of the house cause I knew it was being a sad little shit. <laughs> and those are good friends. Yeah. That, right. That's the reason to evict. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah, my landlord. <laughs> You're sad. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> this will help. Yeah, exactly. I promise. Yeah. Um, so they got me out of the house. We went on a hike and for some reason I just grabbed a camera Yeah. and I just started taking photos for the first time. And then I kind of like started thinking about it and I realized like all the positive memories that I have kind of dealt with like cameras. Like, huh. and it's like, and I never had realized it. I had never realized that that was something that I wanted to do. I had never realized that was something that I liked yeah. until I picked up a camera again. And I was like, holy shit, like this is actually wow. something I want to do. Yeah. And I remember I still have the photos somewhere on my phone that you took on the hike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're somewhere. I think they might even be on my Facebook too. Um, so I went ahead and I, I did that and it was really weird. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll like actually try out photography. Mm-hmm. So I go back to school the next semester and I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to take a photography class. Yeah. And what were you in school for originally? English lit. Okay. Yeah. I was English lit. I started taking like a handful of film classes, mm-hmm. but um, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Our film classes weren't, this isn't mean, meant to be a diss on uh, NSU's film but it's much more theory than it is practical work. That's yeah. true. In order to do a lot any of schools are like that. It's real more studies than yeah. production. Yeah. Yeah. Like in order to do any real practical work, at least when we were there, and they they they've been redoing a lot of things since we graduated, and as we were on the way out, okay. uh, right. revamping the program, putting in yeah. new classes and stuff, getting new equipment. Yeah. But when we were there, there was only one production class, and it was very much like, here's a book, let's let's figure this out together. Yeah. And Everything right. else was theory. If you wanted to learn anything production based, you had to take the comm classes for like oh. television production, which as we all okay. know is vastly different. That's so different. So, right. And it wasn't even like it wasn't even like reality TV production. It wasn't even like Yeah. Any, like news like, stuff. Yeah, it was only news. Yeah. It was only news. It was a lot of news, yeah. 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 And maybe a tad bit of commercial ish. Yeah. kind of, but overall mm-hmm. like yeah, it was news. Yeah. And so you started taking some photo classes. Yeah, I start photo 1010 and the teacher was like, hey, you haven't taken the prerequisite for uh, for this class. You're supposed to take design. And I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm just really trying this out, like seeing if this is something that I actually like or if it was just something that occupied my time at that point. Yeah. And was something that just made me happy for that minute yeah. or whatever, you know, Makes like, sense. yeah, yeah. So I took that class and I remember the first assignment. He told us it was just like super simple shit, like mm. learning the exposure triangle, learning how yeah. to stop motion, learning how to um, do long exposures, yeah. like simple things, super yeah. simple things. And I didn't even think that he wanted us to actually like do something artistic. Oh. So I just did something simple as shit. Yeah. Like I didn't even I didn't even try. I yeah. was just like, there's a dude riding a bike. Click. OK, stop. Yeah. motion, done. Like yeah. and, and like it didn't even like there's no framing. I, I had no idea about framing at the time. I had nothing. Mm. It was literally like dude riding bike done. Mm. And <laughs> I call this dude riding dude bike. Dude riding bike. <laughs> Give me a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, cash. Yeah. Cash. Cash, please. 
You can Venmo me. In ones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in yeah. all ones. In a briefcase. I, yeah. Please and thank you. Um, but I, I so so I did that, and the professor was like, Taylor, um, maybe you should try a little bit harder. Like he <laughs> he kind of, and we both know this professor. Not gonna say his name, even though I love him to death. Mm-hmm. But he like he like actively was trying to make sure that I tried yeah, harder. Trying to push you. Yeah, yeah. Those are the and, best kinds of teachers. Absolutely. Man. Oh, truthfully, he's yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, but I remember he like he kinda like kicked me in my ass a little bit. Mm. Like he he kinda like said that I wasn't good at what I did. Mm. And I was like, hmm, you're fucking right. <laughs> but so I remember like this photo, like the one that's like right behind us, mm-hmm. that was the one that I turned into an assignment. The okay. next assignment was yeah. that one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Much more creative. And then I, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> for the people that can't see, it's a yeah. man tied to a chair um, trying to escape, and it's a long exposure, and it's actually... Uh, and his head's like blurry from motion yeah, blur and blurry. stuff. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And it's in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes it artistic. That's a key detail, yeah. folks. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, and actually, that photo was really... I'll, I'll tell you about that in a sec. I went ahead and I turned in that assignment, and that was like the, the first time that I was ever called an artist was by oh, that teacher. It's so interesting that, that you remember that. That's yeah. so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like and I can't help it. Like like that was That's the moment. really cool. Yeah, that was the moment where I was like, shit, that felt like wow. heroin. Like let's do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's and a then, huge compliment. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, shit, okay. And then that one ended up getting into like some art show. And I was like, hm, sick. And that was in New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to get three hundred dollars for it. Guess where I got? Zero. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> that's why it's, that's why it's, that's why in it's your on bedroom. my wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, in 20 years you'll get, you know, 20 bucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to make you an offer right now. <laughs> yes, finally. That's really cool though. Uh, I get to sell my art. Yeah. Yes. Hammond. Yes. This this yesterday was the first time that we actually met. <laughs> yeah, we've, true. we've been communicating via Google Hangouts and stuff like that. Yeah, text, Google Hangout, phone call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and gifts through text. So many gifts. <laughs> yeah. I love the gifts. You're it a big gifts. fan of gifts, and I appreciate it so much. <laughs> so how did you get into this this here business? You know, um, what's your story? I don't know if it's like a long story story per se, but I grew up like a huge film lover. Just like okay. in, in general, I grew up. Um, my parents didn't have the internet, no, no, like computer or anything like that. Yeah, uh, they still don't have the internet. They have a computer, but they don't have the internet. Wow, moving up. And yeah, Microsoft Word. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually an Apple, man. It's really nice. Hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice computer. Um, but I grew up without the internet, and I grew up reading a lot. Mm. Always like writing stories, just like alone in my room, listening to the radio and stuff. Yeah. And I had a really bad stutter growing up. Oh, okay. Like horrible stutter. Like I could not speak coherent sentences. Hmm. And it was terrible. And I lost it around sophomore year, junior year of high school. Okay. Gotcha. And at that point was kind of like when my social life, you know, expanded because I didn't really, I mean, I felt very much, it's not like people didn't like me. Like I was always liked by people. Yeah. And I had. Humble brag. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I mean, like, I was like an outcast, is no, what I'm course. saying. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I mean, Did like, you have siblings growing up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I have an older sister. She's uh, six years older. She okay, is gotcha. getting her PhD right now at Texas A&M in history. Yeah. She's, nice. Uh, Shout out to her. Wildly smart. <laughs> nice. My sister is too. <laughs> and I'm really proud of her. Yeah. So and it, you're a filmmaker. <laughs> and I'm a filmmaker. I know, right? So was it was that like a big enough age gap that you were home alone a lot of the time? Because my, my siblings are older to where sometimes I would feel like an only child because they were off in like college and stuff. Uh, it's kind of weird. I mean, my 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 sister left before I got to high school. You know, for yeah. for her to go to college. Yeah, and she went to Northwestern State, the Scholars College, which is where I ended up going. Yeah, so she was gone, and that's I think when she left is when I really started to explore more of a writing side, okay, of, of things. And yeah. I would stay inside a lot 
just because I didn't have an active social life, you know, like mm-hmm. in middle school and stuff. And middle school is hell for everyone. Yeah. But I would stay inside a lot. I watch like biographies and nature docs. Yeah. Uh, a lot of old movies, a lot of old like VHS, like yeah. De Palma films. Like, you know, yeah. I distinctly remember getting a 25th anniversary collector's edition of Carlito's Way <laughs> when, awesome. uh, for, for Christmas when I was nice. like 15. Nice. Side tangent. Yes. That burned in the fire. I know it did. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, man. It's the worst. Like, I, I got in this thing, and I remember I watched the movie trailer, yeah. like, on the DVD thing, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, really? I, I, cool. I have never felt better than when I'm watching films. Oh, cool. And that movie trailer, of all yeah. things, the movie trailer reminded me, like, why I was so enthralled by the, the whole thing. Yeah. So when I got to college, I mean, I hadn't, like, done film or anything. I didn't have a camera or anything. Uh, when I was in high school, I didn't even think about really doing it. I was like, oh, yeah. that'd be cool to do. I love movies, but I'm not going to do that. So when people would tell you, what are you going to be when you grew up? What would you say? I w- didn't know. I really yeah. didn't know. Yeah. I had an idea about like running a restaurant because I, I really like to cook, but I have a lot of food allergies. So I knew oh, that. Gotcha. Yeah, I have a ton yeah. of food allergies. So I couldn't like go to culinary school or something. Oh, and, gotcha. But so my idea was always like, oh, well, when I have enough money from whatever job I do, I'm going to open a restaurant. Right. Okay. And, uh, that's still a minor pipe dream. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but whenever I got to college, um, I still didn't know what I was going to do. I kind of hopped around. I did like a computer information systems major for like two days. Mm-hmm. I bought a book. They wouldn't let me return it. It really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, Wait, when did you do that? Uh, that was, I believe, second semester freshman year. First semester, I was undecided. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, That's interesting. I, I, had, I actually didn't know that you did that. Yeah, man. I learned <laughs> how we to were code. Friends freshman year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I learned how to code a little bit just like on my own. And I was like, oh, I can do this. You yeah. Know? And then I. <laughs> and oh, then no. I, and I, then do I, remember saw... you, I do remember you learning coding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I learned how to code. And that was basically on my own. And then That's I cool. got to the computer information systems department. I was like, oh, I should do this because I just seen social network. And I was like, Mark Zuckerberg really nailed it. You know, I, yeah. I should make Facebook. Yeah. You're like, I too want to become a billionaire. Listen, yeah. I didn't even think about that. But like, it's funny that you said that because like there was a moment where I was like, oh, I could be a lawyer. And it was because I watched a movie that I really liked that I had a that lawyer, had a lawyer right? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy and I didn't that realize that it was yeah. a movie thing. Holy shit. It all <laughs> makes sense now. No, it's not. All of my bad decisions were because of movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wanted to be a chef because you saw Ratatouille. I remember you were saying that before that, the podcast that, that's started. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. It was yeah. all Ratatouille. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Ratatouille? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I did coding for a little bit. I really, but then I realized, like, literally two days in that I was like, oh, I'm not good at math and this is a lot of numbers. Yeah. So maybe this isn't what I should be doing. And then I found out that I could get an English degree with a film concentration. Oh, and okay. because I was at the Scholars College at NSU, it's like an honors college, right? So it, yeah. it, it has its own graduation ceremony. It has yeah. its own degree. So I could get like a liberal arts degree with my English degree and also study film. So I was gotcha. like, this is literally exactly what I've been looking for. Yeah. I just didn't know it existed. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I got into that part. Yeah. But then I got a job on the on campus in the marketing department, just like helping out with ads, being a basic student worker stuff. But then yeah. eventually I was given more responsibilities and like help you know, write a couple of ads and, and I would like pick out the music and stuff for certain yeah. things. And eventually that led to my being able to like borrow, you know, like camera equipment and stuff. 
and yeah. I was taking and here's where it comes full circle yeah yeah <laughs> here's where it comes full circle so yeah. I started shooting you know like movies by myself not by myself that sounds weird <laughs> but I started shooting like, movies like on my own with like actor friends and stuff yeah that I would just like make up you know either like I would write the script like the night before and be like let's go shoot this over the weekend yeah. And it's or, just like bullet points. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, just like much. super basic. I didn't know, you know, formatting or anything until like junior year probably. Yeah. But I was doing that like on the weekends. Like I'd make, you know, films and stuff occasionally. And then I ended up writing a film, which is the one that Taylor worked on, mm-hmm. the first one, When I Let You Go. It wasn't that great. It's like not that great of a film. I mean, it came out like, I mean, for a student film where we honestly had like no actual practical training. Yeah. yeah. It's not that bad. Before I, I did that they they had these film like festivals on campus right right yeah and it would be the 48 hour film festival where you, uh, had, gotcha. you, you, you had like mm-hmm. the 48 hours you know to write edit shoot yeah and they give you like uh, a prop or something yeah it was like a prop yeah. a line stuff yeah. like that prompts? yeah yeah well, i yeah. never did them well i did the one but the one with you but i don't think that was no, 48 I, hour no i was for the halloween one ah which yeah one? no big deal <laughs> you you never worked on the the forty eight hour ones with me. That was no, I didn't. Um, no, 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 no. But I made these these two films for each year, mm-hmm. and they were both like mockumentaries. Okay, of my nice. my friend uh, my friends Taylor and Morgan's relationship. Okay, and the whole idea and like they're a great couple. Mm. Like Taylor's a great boyfriend. Morgan's like an amazing girlfriend. Different you know, Taylor, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a different Taylor. Okay. Yeah, totally. like, shout out to Taylor me. Thomas and Morgan Bird. Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> and uh, so like I. I explained to them what the situation was that I did, you know, this 48 hour film contest and mm-hmm. I had this idea about like doing a mockumentary, like based off of their relationship. Yeah. And the whole idea was like Morgan's really invested and Taylor's not so much, <laughs> but they've been together for six years. Yeah. And, <laughs> nice. and so it was like this whole, you know, situational comedy about that and basic rom-com plot, you know, mm. like they're, they're, they're going to, to the college formal. Yeah. And there's a fight there and they break up and then they get back together. But yeah. it's like all these non sequiturs and stuff. Yeah. And the sequel was called The Last House on Behan, which mm-hmm. is where they lived. And okay. it was a, a spoof of The Purge. Yeah. Because <laughs> nice. The Purge had just come out. Oh, nice. And so we did this whole thing where like Taylor's roommate, Thomas, which is ironic because Taylor's last name is Thomas. Nice. Uh, Thomas and Taylor are watching The Purge and... T- Thomas convinces, or uh, Taylor convinces Thomas that The Purge is a documentary that was filmed in Monroe, Louisiana, and that Natchitoches, Louisiana has its own purge the night that he's leaving town with Morgan. So the whole night, Thomas, like, must defend the house against the quote-unquote purge, which doesn't exist, and then he ended, like, he inadvertently, like, murders someone to protect the house and, like, has to hit the road. Like, flee, get on the lamb, you know? Oh my gosh. I want to film, like, a YouTube prank like that. Dude, they were so much fun to make. It was just, in 98 percent of it was improv i had the yeah. story down and i gave them like a page that was like here's what i want to have happen here yeah. like a couple of plot points i want to hear Get here's to the props yeah. yeah and then we would just like talk through it before the take and yeah. it was taylor dear god taylor thomas <laughs> is like one of the greatest improv actors that i've ever seen That's and he awesome. has no training nice he is just so wildly funny by himself just like in general yeah and he's so confident in front of the camera that he just like lets himself be himself mm-hmm. and he takes great direction i have only praises for his, awesome. his improbability so we're making this won't hurt until you're gone for the louisiana film prize right and i had never like heard about it well i mean i guess i'd heard about it on 38 because you and marina who was um who shot 38,000 and is working right. on this one. Shout out to Marina. Marina um, girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Y'all had talked about it, but other than that, I had like never really heard about it before. And like, I don't hear about it in like Savannah and stuff. So like, what is the film prize? Okay. So 
I'm going to go and take this one <laughs> because I, I've been like Hammond's been working on a lot of like advertising and commercial work yeah. lately. Like he's been doing a ton of that. And you've been doing a ton of that. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, I've been so, gone, like, man. And I've been, I've been working on film press sets mm-hmm. for the past few months. Yeah. Like I think I've been on four so far. Yeah. And you worked on ones last year too. Yeah. I worked on like three last mm-hmm. year, I think. And that was when I was like first now get it, like first getting my uh, foot in the door mm-hmm. in the film press. And now I'm, making something for you yeah with my people (laughs) um so uh it's interesting because you find out that not a lot of people really know about it not as many people as you would expect because there's a but here it's huge yeah you know at least it seems listen this is the thing there's a fifty thousand dollar prize for it yeah first prize yeah yeah so it exists to incentivize people to make films in north central louisiana oh totally right totally totally yeah yeah. because like you you have to shoot within a certain area yeah so like we're currently in the area obviously and i think it goes down to natchitoches natchitoches it's uh caddo webster desoto natchitoches parishes Gosh, I feel like counties, you're welcome. I feel like there's one more that I'm missing. I it's it's roughly in that area. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's like something like along Louisiana. those lines. Yeah. yeah. Do you know when the film prize was started? Yeah. It, um, so like the big film boom in Louisiana started happening because Taylor's wearing a film prize Katrina, shirt. He's looking right? at it. I was trying to see if there was oh, like yeah. an established <laughs> in something. Something it says 2012, I think. Uh, plot twist. There's not. No, this says 2017. Is um, that what this is? This is the 2017 shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, um. The, yeah, I, it doesn't say established. Yeah, but you said it was something related to Katrina. Well, so like the whole like film industry in Louisiana yeah. really had its resurgence because Katrina came and wiped out New Orleans, right? Yeah. So all the productions that were going on down there moved to Shreveport automatically, pretty much. Really? So like we oh, got yeah. The Guardian, we got Me- Mr. Brooks, we huh. had a lot of Gerard Butler films. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there was actually like, um, yeah, yeah, it's like every few Olympus months. Olympus is sponsored by Gerard Butler. Yeah, <laughs> Olympus right. is fallen. Now I gotta check. This. Yeah, it was Olympus has fallen. Uh, God, what was that other one? Something. It might it might not have been Olympus but, has fallen. I'm not gonna say that it's Olympus. So they has just fallen. went north to Shreveport. Yeah. So so right. so Shreveport became like the new film capital for the state hmm. while all that was happening, and then yeah. the film prize came out of that. Okay. I want to yeah. say it was 2012 though. I really do want to say that because I know that I wasn't in high school at the time and I graduated. Gotcha. 2012. 2012 might be right. Okay. All of that film stuff in Shreveport, Bozier, really made the resurgence when yeah. we were out of high school and gone. Right. And uh, okay. I remember gotcha. feeling extremely cheated <laughs> by <laughs> yeah. having grown up in yeah. this place, loving That's, films, yeah. and not like yeah. having that opportunity as yeah. a kid. And I was very envious mm-hmm. of the people yeah. who did have that opportunity. Yeah. Now. Yeah. We're probably wrongfully so because there's nothing I can do about <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. But, so was it just started yeah. by like a, I, okay. a couple of folks? Like <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Greg Callenberg. Greg Callenberg. Yeah, I. So it's like a private thing. No, and people. I really like don't know. Mark? Yeah, I, I, really I don't know. Like, no I haven't really like. Haven't like I, was, I guess I was wondering if it was like the Louisiana Film Commission or something like that, because you know states have film commissions. I th- I I'm sure so. they run the Louisiana Film Commission is yeah, I'm not like a sponsor that. or something. I'm not gonna say that. I don't, I don't even want to say. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna just say that you can win fifty thousand dollars, and that's why we're making this. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because your boy wants money. Yeah, and and it's like a grant to make another movie, right? Well, no, that's if you get into top five. There, so oh. there's, there's, I, th- I believe it's top five. I might be there are completely twenty spaces, this. right? Well, like it's top twenty, yes, and then you have it goes top down. twenty. Yeah. But then you have like you have certain grants that you can get if yeah. you hit a certain point. Okay. Um, and it's like a three thousand dollar grant towards your next short. Oh, okay. Which cool. is pretty solid, yeah. honestly. Like it's that's very that's solid. Pretty great. Like I just got off of one, and mm. last year they made something, and they got their grant. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then they were making uh, what they're making. Uh, yeah. For this this year. Yeah. 
that's super interesting. Like, there's a lot of things that like really come out of it that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that I've gotten to meet outside of it. And sorry, wait, meet outside of it? That doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> meet outside, of liar. It. <laughs> it's like I went to the film prize, and then I like went to the bar, and I met someone, and I was like, "Thank you, film prize." Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I like. There's a lot of people that I got to meet because of film prize that like really helped out like in my career it has helped out yeah and oh, yeah. Like, i think more, I mean, more same, places should you know? have it for sure oh sh- you know shit. it's a great yeah. way to incentivize people to make i mean because you know states have their like the reason georgia has become such a huge film state is because they have huge tax incentives but right, like right. that's just another way to get people to like come make movies here you yeah. Know? We, yeah, yeah. we had the tax stuff going on for a while now yeah, yeah we don't and then yeah <laughs> then things changed yeah it's always how it is but i think that, that that was another big reason that the film price started and like don't i don't want to say don't quote me on that we're on a podcast but <laughs> don't quote me but listen world this i don't is what know I'm if this is factual yeah. but from what i gathered that was a big reason why the 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 film price you know was started because of the tax and incentive was very away. successful yeah. you know it's because we had those tax incentives oh so, gotcha yeah yeah because yeah. you had them yeah are you sure no, I'm not sure. Who knows? No, man, I just said I wasn't sure. Bro, yeah. I like, learn how to listen, Taylor. Like what I've the hell? I've worked <laughs> I've worked payroll before and all this is still confusing to me. Like, I don't know what yeah. the fuck you're well, saying. Either way, it exists and it's a really cool thing. Oh, it's dope. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And like yeah, it's yeah. more people will come and yeah, shit seriously. in North Louisiana. Like why we drove you? twelve hours yesterday. So all we over. Yeah. And you can still like, coming from Savannah, like, Georgia. Like you can make fifty thousand dollars. Like like I mean, like it's worth you could even spend ten thousand dollars on a short and still be well in the positive. If like, like yeah. far, far in the yeah. fucking positive. Yeah. If you win, and even if you don't, then you still have other festivals to enter into. Exactly, and that's, like that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, and it's like because with this, we're not just only doing the Louisiana Film yeah, Prize. That's course. just going to be the initial thing we're that we enter yeah, into. Yeah, we'll be yeah. submitting a lot of places, and it's yeah. not like. And again, this may be very wrong, but, but I'm just spouting falsehoods this all day. Wrong, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this but I feel like until you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. We're, we're gonna, uh, we no. have to redo the rebrand. Let's the go. Page. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, um, all the professional, like really, like working on crews all the time, like getting out there, trying to get their name out there and make films. Mm-hmm. Do it all the time, right? It's, it's not like a seasonal yeah. thing where. Right where the film prize has you film, you know, between like a certain period of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to turn it in by this day with a rough cut and then the final cut by this point if you're chosen. Yeah. And all these rules like that. But for the professional people out there who are doing this on an everyday basis, yeah. it doesn't stop and end with a film prize. But I feel gotcha. like a lot, not like a lot, but a good percentage of people, I don't know them, but I've, I've realized a lot of people in Shreveport will make a film for the LA Film Prize just for the hell of it. And yeah. they'll be like, you know, we're going to make this this film just for this one festival. We don't plan to submit it anywhere else. They're just like friends kind of hanging out. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like friends get together. It's, it's like what I did with like Taylor and Morgan, you know? Yeah. They, they, they take advantage of like, you know, a free registration period or something. They say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this and I'm going to win $50,000. Which is dope if you still yeah. fucking make yeah. it. That'd be yeah. sick. It's like, great. <laughs> and that that's... I think that that's one of the most beneficial aspects mm-hmm. totally. of the whole thing is that it makes people who wouldn't be considering it can consider you know actually making a film. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you know what if they love it? And yeah, exactly. What they if might it get just hooked. awakens this thing that they yeah, never if, even knew they had? What if you know? out of nowhere they just decide, hey, um, I'm actually going to be a professional filmmaker? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Live with my parents, and then they take <laughs> our jobs and <laughs> listen, <laughs> motherfuckers. If you take my job, they start getting booked on all the crews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. They're just they're, they're just a lot nicer than I am, so Ooh. they start taking my jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fucker. Yeah. So let's talk about the movie we're making. Yeah. And, yeah, and why we're it. all here 
in the same place. Uh, as I've said many times, it's called This One Hundred Until You're Gone. Very long um, title. Yes. Uh, hey, I'm titled a movie 38,600 miles per hour. I'm all about long titles. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally the entire time that we were shooting it, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, title? no one knew the title. <laughs> no one knew the title. It was like the entire shoot. And I just now got it. I want to say like maybe... Like during our pre-production stage, yeah, I think I finally was like thirty-eight thousand. That's, <laughs> that's what it was. That's yeah. a number. I, and then I still forget thirty-eight thousand six hundred, but yeah. I can remember thirty-eight. Yeah, I just say thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, just yeah. to shorten it. It's just easier, easier that way. Yeah, that's exactly. a good one. Yeah, we can't so really anyway. do that with ours because it's just called hurt. Yeah, hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's by Johnny Cash. Yeah, <laughs> right, right into Johnny Cash. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. So tell us about the story. So the story is about a college-age, you know, kid who who travels back to his small hometown. Uh, for the assisted death of his grandfather mm-hmm. and it's kind of one of those situations where the grandfather's not close you know to the family yeah or there there's been some type of falling out yeah and upon realizing you know that he has a terminal diagnosis and that his quality of life is gonna definitely not be where it should be mm-hmm. for the last part of his life and he doesn't want to be remembered in that way he chooses to have a medically assisted death mm-hmm. and this isn't by any means glorifying uh, yeah, suicide or yeah, promoting for saying that because yeah, the one thing that I am most terrified about is for people being like, "Hey, um, why are you glorifying suicide?" Yeah, and this like, is not. I don't think that no, please, this is no. definitely I not. No. I will say this: I wouldn't be working on it if the script did okay, glorify. Cool, cool. Thank <laughs> and I would have brought yeah, it up just a PSA. <laughs> like, no, and absolutely. I think I, I'm pretty sure that we've probably brought it up to you like multiple times. Like that was something mm-hmm. we were really careful about. That this yeah, is like that's true. really bad. Like at the heart of the story, the story is about, about family. a family. Yeah, absolutely. the story is about right. a family and a family faced with the worst most impossible situation yeah they're making the best out of it and they're finding that silver lining through it yeah and so this is something absolutely everyone can relate to yeah exactly and this isn't you know promoting assisted suicide either yeah um no it's just using it as a theme yeah it's it's, like it's using that's the medium to carry that story exactly Exactly. and and of course you know we're gonna you know add you know a portion of the like a title card or something that that's gonna you know give the statistics and stuff and make sure the actual like factual information is there so that we're not spouting misinformation sorry wait a second we're doing that yeah oh oh did well, i not a, tell uh, you th- thank you for telling me i didn't know um i was just just you know it's fine yeah um, it's right after the time machine <laughs> okay so all right let's it's time yeah. machine story go hammond have so, your have your time machine time we've had a running joke fucking time machine <laughs> <laughs> we've had a running joke throughout the entirety of writing the script in production where we we had the first two drafts was not about assisted death and then when we we ended up adding that in and it, it completely changed the tone yeah right it absolutely. made it an entirely different film that we we were really excited about and the know, film that like working on that like the and, actual message that we were trying to push it like it gave us the theme right right exactly build upon that effectively to yeah. push the message that we wanted to push yeah mm-hmm. and i was like, and sick so like once we had that in place we started making different iterations yeah of that third draft Mm -hmm. and what (laughs) i can't tell you how many times i opened up that fucking document and i looked and was like and then there's a fucking time (laughs) so i had originally written this on like a word document or something Mm -hmm. uh because my final draft had run out yeah and i couldn't pay for it so (laughs) i was like back back to microsoft word hi i'm a freelance filmmaker and and i can't afford shit so luckily i actually know how to format so that 
and like I'm in the the practice of it. So yeah. it, it flowed pretty quickly, and then it was just a matter of putting it into a Google Doc, yeah. which actually has a screenplay formatting option. Honestly, I shout out to that. Google for yeah. being pretty badass. It's, it's, like oh, it's not that it's bad. It's not Absolutely. accurate with the margins, so you have to fix yeah. it yourself. Yeah, but I mean that's but, a pretty minor thing to do yeah. for like a solid free. Like it, it's free. Yeah. It's no, free, it's, and it's you great. can get a pretty solid, like a pretty well formatted, um, screenplay add-on thing. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's sure. pretty good. It's just like a template. Yeah. So like I just like copied and pasted that in there. I made a few you know changes here and there. Yeah. And so then Taylor and I could like like as I'm writing it, Taylor could look at it and he yeah. could say you know yeah. here's here's a good idea. Yeah. Hammond, this doesn't fit. You know all of these mm-hmm. things. And uh, so we finish it up, get to the fourth draft, and one night it's like. I had an idea. It was like three in the morning or something and I'm writing it down. And so I scroll to the, the last page. And I'm like, man, you know, is there anything else I need to add? Like, is there anything that could tie this together? Yeah. And then I just had this like hilarious idea. Well, I thought it was hilarious. And <laughs> so wasn't. I put it in and I did not tell, tell Taylor that I changed the ending. So he opens it up the next day. And I low-key had, like, not, like, forgotten that I'd done it, but it had been, like, two days, you know? So so I was, like... Yeah, because I don't really get back to people until... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it had been, like, a I couple of days. And... That was a joke, I think. You call me, and you're, like, hey, open up the, the doc. So I open it up, and I go to the bottom, and I remember that I wrote all this. And <laughs> it's, like, the main character, like, after, like, the original ending is done, and the ending that you, the audiences, will see. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it away, obviously. But after that ending is done... There's uh, a fucking time machine. Though. There, there, there is a huge moment where the main character suddenly finds a key mm-hmm. that's been left behind by like one of the family members, and he's <laughs> he takes the key and it leads to a storage facility, and he goes to the storage locker and he unlocks and he opens it up, and there's just a massive time machine. <laughs> And they're like Tesla lightning bolts, like going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this huge thing. And then it just cuts to black. Yeah. And everyone would Perfect. be like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I thought this was about assisted dying. And <laughs> it's a sci-fi? Yeah. There's exactly. a time machine? Where yeah. did that come from? He was from, his grandfather yeah? all along. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, it was, oh The God. main character Beautiful. is the grandfather. Is the grandfather. Holy yeah. Shit. Exactly. Like a Biff Tannen situation. Yeah. <laughs> Except, you know. Dude, it was the Butthead. funniest shit, though. Yeah. Honestly, like, it was so fucking funny. Make like, like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> But I, so it, it was like, that shit was fucking funny. Like, I remember opening it up and just being like, Hammond, we're done. Like, yeah, Hammond, we're done. Like, it's over. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think we can do this anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm officially resigning from this yeah. bullshit. From this so that became work. a running joke from that yeah. point on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah now yeah. it's like, I think, I think we said it to Steve, the, one of our leads. I think today we, we told him we were like, yeah, and then you find a time machine. And it's kind of the point yeah. where we'll just like casually drop it in a conversation like, yeah. as an inside joke, but we'll forget it's an inside joke. Exactly. And then so we'll we have like, to make the people machine. aware about it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now we can like... just direct them to this episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. Um, here's a link. You're yeah. welcome, Wes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, Tungsten is co-producing this uh, with Bald Bandit Productions. What up? And this is the first time I think that we've like officially like co-produced uh, something with someone else, which is awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, I want to talk about how we got involved, the royal we being Tungsten. I saw a casting call. You posted a casting call on your yep. Facebook, Taylor, and it was like, uh, I'm doing this thing for the Elephant Prize. It's called This One Hunt Until You're Gone. And the title was for yeah, or whatever the title was. It was for Tom, I believe, originally. Uh, okay. Tom is the main character. This isn't yeah. just like a red herring or yeah. something. <laughs> or is it? Yeah. Or is it a time machine? <laughs> time machine. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
you had posted the the casting call and, and it said that right. you're looking for like a young 20s disgruntled college student and i was like well i don't even I have like, to act wow that's literally every act. college student i've ever seen yeah exactly. that's me yeah wow. that's me. going full method yeah <laughs> and the the shooting dates it was like early june i was like i'm gonna be out of school at that point so right, i yeah, it was I, yeah I messaged you about like acting in it uh, and I ended up auditioning via Google Hangouts to both of you, which yeah. is an interesting experience. That was yeah, that the was first time the that we had done something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh shit. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. I feel like I that was my first time actually doing auditions. Oh like, really? Like I feel like normally, like whenever we would In work charge with, with mm-hmm. it, yeah. Well, no, but like even whenever we would work with like Beth Thomas, like all of those, yeah, it was people, because yeah. it was because we had already seen them act before. And we already yeah. knew what they and could yeah, do. Exactly. Like, uh, Northwestern has a very solid theater program. Yeah. A lot of the actors, like we just went and saw their shows. Yeah. And then and we would be like, "That's it. the good one. That's the good one. Yeah, that's totally. the good one." But also, and, like sorry, at the same time, you you uh you see these these actors perform on stage, and you uh, you know them outside yeah. like you, mm-hmm. you you've right. gone, gone to school right. together you have classes you've gone to parties all these things yeah so you know how they are as people versus as that character on a stage so you know mm. which ones are great at projecting and being theatrical yeah. and they were made for the stage and then you know the ones that are doing theater because they want to get to film mm, and that, that's a, such an important difference between not theater even acting and film acting like yeah. it's not even necessarily that because like i mean we had one who i remember going to go see um them perform and in a smaller theater they killed it yeah but as soon as you put them on a bigger stage they didn't they they didn't want to project is Mm. the thing like they didn't want to throw their fucking voice all the way to the back of the stage yeah instead they were like very much more of like an intimate performer and you had to like get all up in there yeah i mean it makes them better for film though yeah it makes them better for film and like it's so subtle and like but they're still really good on stage it's just for smaller stages so i auditioned and then i at least i thought it went well I mean, it's hard to tell through Google Hangouts, but I called Taylor I the minute after, or no, we stayed on the Hangout, and I was like, "That's him." Really? That's, That's awesome. all I said. I was like, "That's great." That's him. Or no, <laughs> actually, I left first. I left the right. Hangout first. Y- y'all were still yeah, talking. We I texted Taylor. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah. You know what I actually did? I don't think I told you this. I just like, I went, "Hey, Wes, you got the part." <laughs> <laughs> he just told me on the like, Hangout. Like I, told, I like, like, I right, looked good, at my good. phone. I looked at my phone. I was, I, w- I was talking to West, and I think I said something like, "Yeah, he's probably about to cast you." <laughs> and he was like, "Why do you think that?" or something. Yeah. And I was like, "Just I I know Hammond. Like I know yeah. I know when he's impressed with something. I know what it looks like." Mm-hmm. And then I remember it was like, <laughs> like <laughs> look at my phone. I was like, "Yeah, you got the part." I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. It was the quickest I'd ever found out about a part before. It usually takes like days. But that was like minutes. So. The right. thing well, for I mean, me. it's not like we had many people auditioning to work with people who aren't fully established mm. in the LA film press. Yeah. So the thing for me was I didn't listen to your podcast, mm-hmm. this podcast, yeah, on purpose leading up to the audition. Oh, yeah. Like I subscribed, but yeah. I didn't listen to it because there's a a section, you know, in the film where you have to read a poem. Yeah. And I knew it's very important for this to come across the right way. Yeah. This person has to have the right voice. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to be too familiar with your voice as an interviewer oh, interesting. versus yeah. as the character you're going to play. That makes sense. And, yeah. Uh, so I, d- I really wanted to go in green and fresh with that. And cool. Yeah. When, when you you read the poem, and I remember I gave you like maybe one or two notes, yeah. and you read it back, and it was like different. Like, yeah. actually different. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things and that we were worried about. that's what it's sold like... me, was that you're, you have a great voice, you're a great yeah. actor, yeah, like yeah. you you killed, killed the audition. Like, well, thank you. Just in general. Yeah, he was but okay. then you take direction well, which... 
is that was super the biggest important. thing that we were looking for. Well, honestly, yeah. yeah. I think it's. I think part of that comes from because because I've given direction many times. Right, so right, right, you right, know right. what it's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing exactly. I know it, your perspective. Yeah, as a just, director, right. so it's so that helps out a lot. So frustrating when you're working with someone who's a great actor or a great actress. And but they can't understand how they to can't change, yeah. yeah. But they, like, they've, yeah. they've done yeah. it so many something. times, you know, a certain way that they can't take the direction, yeah. Right. And it's it's very frustrating because you, you're you you're there to help them, and it's a very collaborative thing in yes. a lot of ways. And yes, you, you're making a certain vision for the film, but yeah, you know, you're 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 there to make sure that they're they're doing a great job too. Yeah. And you, especially if you know that that person's capable of it, yeah, that's when it's the most frustrating, I think. Yeah, it's true, that's true because you know, because it's like, how do I get there exactly? Yeah. It's just trying to find that road to get there yeah absolutely and you can see it but they're trees yeah in it, this metaphor there are trees yeah in this metaphor, <laughs> in this metaphor you know what they're actually me, is, it's a simile like her ass yeah <laughs> yeah um and so then i i'm trying to remember how like i i kind of pitched the idea of like tungsten coming on i think i was just talking about how like i wanted to help with equipment and stuff and yeah. i was like you know yeah. We could actually co-produce it, and we could help promote it and stuff. I really don't remember who brought it up at first. Yeah, <laughs> you, you like, brought it up to me because I knew about the podcast, but I didn't yeah. know that y'all were a production company. Yeah, I thought it was just a podcast. Right. Okay, no, that's gotcha. what it was. Because I remember that um, it was right after we had cast you. I was like, "Hey, this might be a good idea." By the way, um, right after we cast you, I listened to your podcast. By the way, oh sweet, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I listened before that because I'm a better friend. Thank you. Um, but okay. I, uh, oh. but I, nice. I think I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember I brought it up to you cause I was like, Hey, this might be a good idea hmm. because like, there's a difference. There's a difference between shooting something for the LA film prize yeah. and shooting something for a festival circuit. You have to establish a full audience. Yes. At least I feel like I'm smart when I say that. <laughs> no, I think you're right. The yeah, more yeah. people, the it more connections and across different parts of yeah, the country. And there, yeah, and there are certain people that I'm looking at their movies, I'm looking at the pages that they build for the film prize, and I know that they're going to get in. Yeah. But they're building it for the film prize, and yeah. I don't know how far they're going to get outside of the film prize, mm-hmm. which is still an okay thing, but I would prefer to have a wider audience to reach out to. Absolutely. And, and of course, granted reaching out to only the film prize audience at first and then building from there yes, is course. totally valid. Well, I feel like it's also totally valid. It's also one of those things too, where the film prize has such specific rules, like with the 15 minute mark right, and stuff like right. that yeah. to where it is advantageous to build a film specifically for that festival and then submit it to other festivals. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we, we kind of came to the, the combined realization of like, Oh, this is like mutually beneficial. If oh, we, yeah. you know, if, if Tungsten comes on as like an official co production company yeah because it's like it, be. it gives us the ability to reach out to more than just the yeah. north and central louisiana yeah. film community yeah it gives us the ability to reach out to scad which is an incredible school by the way jealous i wish i had like <laughs> yeah. the amount of shit that y'all just could a shout out to y'all scad grab. kids like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you fucking amazing. lucky i brought ass. two of them with me shout God. out to Haley and tessa who are you. listening Woo. to this and they're actually in the house a few feet away from where we're recording. Very you... exciting folks, you scared kids. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I say kids, but that's like... Yeah, they're not condescending. No, I, I, work, I hope. <laughs> you, okay, this is actually... Okay, thank you, Northwestern State University. Yes. For giving me these awesome art professors who actually, like, fucking challenged me to do things and yeah. made sure that I was, like at least moderately prepared to go do something. No school is good without its professors. Yeah, true, true. faculty oh, has... Yeah. Some really some gems out there. some yeah. people that I don't like. <laughs> That's every school. Boom. Uh, <laughs> no, but I like and like it's incredible. Like I had one professor who actually uh, gave this assignment. He called it the sink or swim assignment. Mm-hmm. And you just 
you either fail or you don't. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, he just goes, pass or fail. Get yeah. your own gear, get your own crew, get your own everything, and make it. That's cool. Done. And whenever you're not at a place like SCAD, yeah. where you have like that, you have that you ability. Can you can like, yeah, you can rent SCAD, equipment. Yeah. You don't have that at all. Yeah. We had like JVC, <laughs> Zoom, if like, you really fixed lens. Lucky, wow, you that's know? interesting. Like, and it's that's like so we're different. talking, we're talking like 1080i, 1080i, wow. no, no 1080p option for a lot of these. Like, wow. so like we're talking like, we're talking like big one, give yeah. up, bitch. Like, it's yeah. like you. So anyway, this assignment, it was like you, you were given a topic, you were given an event, you mm-hmm. were given something. And you had to shoot a video for it. Yeah. And I remember I failed it twice. <laughs> uh, so if you fail, you got to do it again. No, 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 no. Um, these are different classes. So I did oh, this okay. class three times. Gotcha. Um, so like the first time that I did it, I failed it. Mm-hmm. Um, second time I did it, I failed it again. But the cool thing about it was if he knew that you were trying, he wasn't going to fucking fail you. He yeah. was just going to get, he was just going to say you passed, like you got your, you got your grade, but you failed like he's oh, like okay. he's yeah. like you sank academically you passed You'll the class yeah but like but, but like okay. professionally you would have as a colleague failed. you fail yeah yeah and i was like shit that that's hurts. a good compromise <laughs> and it like it hurts like it yeah. you literally yeah, go like yeah. it it hurts like yeah. it's like it makes you go damn i gotta get good at this mm-hmm. and i remember my last assignment i was working i had to get like an eight person crew on my own yeah and do a live shoot for rick derringer for those people who don't know who Rick Derringer is, he made the theme song for uh, Hulk Hogan. Whoa. Whoa. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. What PSA. a cool fact. <laughs> yeah. It, like, no, dude's like, wow. it's the McCoys. Like, he's yeah. like, he was part of that and he made his own song and all this shit. So anyway, my assignment was that I had to get my own crew, get my own gear for all of my crew mm-hmm. and go shoot a live session of Rick Derringer performing at the... Natchitoches uh, Jazz Fest and it was all these people that I was literally teaching on the spot yeah and I was like okay listen I've already put the fucking <laughs> settings into the camera don't touch shit yeah, hit record like <laughs> like hit record and just don't do anything yeah and like I, I put shit on such up. a good way to learn though I think every filmmaker so should true. go through that fucking it's it's so challenging cool, and oh my gosh is it so frustrating them. but like if you can do that then when you get a real crew it's like this is so easy Oh, listen, like, I... Not a real crew, that sounds mean, but, like, a crew like, who can work with experience yeah. is the word to use. So, anyway, I, I was doing it Because <laughs> I just like, know I have friends that listen to this that were the people that I had to teach. I'm in a real crew. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, no, I, um, I remember having to teach them on the fly, and there were some people who were, like, they understood, yeah. they got the, like, don't fucking argue with me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, just do what I say, and let's get this shit done. And I did a good job. I, I passed. Yeah. Overall, I was able to get a shit ton of gear for free. Like, we're talking, gotcha. like, I had, like, I think I had six cameras. Yeah. That I found for free. <laughs> it's like, solid. I don't know how the fuck I did that. Yeah. Like, because I have, like, I mean, if you look around, like, we're recording in my room right now. If you look mm-hmm. around, I have lenses just fucking yeah. lying around everywhere. Yeah. And I don't even shoot Canon, but for some reason, I have, like, four Canon lenses. <laughs> yeah. And, like, all of the cameras that I had, they were Canon. And yeah. I was like, sick. Awesome. Yeah. So, like, some of them didn't have lenses. And I was like, well, guess what, bitch? Click. Mm-hmm. And I did that assignment, and that was the first time that I passed it. Mm-hmm. And every filmmaker can probably understand this. And I, I know I've said it earlier, but it's like that feeling of just a pure endorphin rush whenever you oh, actually absolutely. succeed. Oh, that's yeah. the best. And the, I think it's like, what we're all chasing. That's addictive. I live in a constant state of chasing so that good. moment. Listen, yeah. I like I don't drink as much because I get that a little bit. <laughs> like like I don't I don't yeah. need to drink it. Sorry, hold on, I gotta drink some more. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but for real, like that's the that's the thing that like I think that we're all chasing, and that was like yeah. the second that time it, that I had ever really felt it, uh, like the actual yeah. like yeah. succeeding feeling. So we were talking a lot about how gratifying it feels when someone appreciates your work or calls yeah. you an artist or yeah. it just shows that what you're doing is good. Yeah. When was the the time that you think back on? Mm, like, like a specific moment for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I feel like we all have at least one defining moment where it's like, yeah. oh, that's when I'm like, oh, that yeah, you're right. was why I do what I do. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, you even brought up the fact you that, know? yeah, yeah, you brought up the fact that, like, it's interesting that I remember that, and I'm like, yeah, uh, so, yeah. I mean, I feel like you Fuck must have yeah, I did. Yeah, you one have as to. well. You worked on a bunch of stuff. You have like, to, bitch. Tell us. Yeah. Oh man. Um, You're on the spot. The go. moments. Yeah. Seriously. The moments that I go to uh, are the moments that I think about being on set, and it's the euphoric feeling of like something turning out exactly how I had hoped it would. Totally. Because like that, that is adrenaline. Rare. Kind that of adrenaline yeah. of it, and I'm oh, like behind yeah. the That's camera, and they're killing it, and I'm like trying to not wave my hands and just get excited about it because right, the energy right. is just yeah, boiling yeah. in my body. Those feelings are are just incredible yeah, you know um 38,000 that we shot there were several moments where I was watching it and I was like oh wow that's well, that was amazing like, that was like one of like your I want to say like your first moments with a crew absolutely of a lot of people that actually knew what they were no, doing absolutely or that were what more about, experienced with uh, what they were doing yeah a place like Mississippi though that, that seemed to be like a big you know, yeah a, a place, like, a place like, a like Mississippi was was a lot because um I had like yeah, I mean, I had multiple people helping me, you know, and they weren't experienced filmmakers, but they they got it, and you know, they they yeah. they uh, were quick learners and hard workers, and and took it and ran and got passionate about it, which is the best thing. That's that really all that you can ask for. That I mean, that was absolutely like, right? like, absolutely it's just to have a crew that's passionate, absolutely, and wants to help. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and and there were there were some moments where I was just watching a scene and how the characters interacted with each other, and I was just like, yes, that's exactly what I'm hoping for. And a place like Mississippi was a really cool experience because my parents and my grandmother acted in it. It was fucking that's awesome. That's right. I <laughs> yeah. love it. I was oh watching it with Taylor and Taylor was like, oh yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's his family. Um, that wasn't how yeah. I said it. I was like, those are my favorite people I've ever seen. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's the phrase. I always confuse those two phrases. Yeah, so. it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you're listening, um, yes, I swear this much and I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, and so that was just really cool working with your family and stuff. Yeah. And, They've always been super supportive. On my second short film, my mom and my brother did boom up at certain oh, times. That's adorable. Yeah, that's it's awesome, fantastic. Man. I love um, that. So those are the moments that I go to, the onset moments of you're you're watching something through the monitor and it's just like that is what I was dreaming about, you know? And and thirty eight thousand right. was a fantastic experience because like you were saying, that was the first time that I had a crew of experienced filmmakers and full equipment. Like a place right, like Mississippi, right. the budget only went to camera. I had an A seven S two and a Ronin and that was I oh, that did Ronin. everything with that. Yeah. I and, used to work in, Oh no, I noticed you had a fucking Ronin too. Yeah. I was like I used it a bunch. Yeah. I used it a bunch. Yeah. I used to work with a Ronin uh when I was in the marketing department. On, oh yeah. On on campus we had used uh some of the budget to get that steady cam for it. And oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah like the Ronin brand steady cam. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the heaviest thing. Oh yeah. It was so yeah. heavy, and I Dude, didn't expect it. Nothing. <laughs> I I did not expect it though. We the gotta first get time you. We gotta get you a Steadicam on your back. Probably. I mean. Oh yeah, I've taken Steadicam classes at SCAD. Ooh. Keep Dude. in mind, this was Ooh. my first time like doing anything like that. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. like, if, yeah, yeah. for me, I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be like not heavy, so you can move a lot. Yeah. Then right? you yeah. grab it, and then I pick like, it up, and I'm like, oh my god, this is heavy. This is not what I expected. What's funny is like now, what's really interesting, like like after you like have that first moment where you're like, oh, you know, you're using a Ronin. What the fuck? That's exactly how I sound. That's it. Uh, <laughs> same. Yeah. Um, 
but like after after your first moment of you using a run and you're like fucking hype about it yeah and then you kind of like move on you go to other sets like i know that we had ended up working on the same set where we were like working around an ari for for the first time uh, i remember i remember the same thing working and, on the set with I, an ari. Like, I remember the first set with a was, with a red at scad was this uh touching mary yeah 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 yeah, yeah. which was sick um, well, was great... I was I was there for reshoots, but still, like, I mean, it was it was sick. Yeah, it was both great. times around, like first time and then the reshoots. That was a great set. Yeah. That was a fun set. That it was, was a really fun set. Fun. Great crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of blast. It was very, yeah. very like, yeah, it was very, very intimate crew. Very like, we all knew each other very. But well. everyone great. was a professional, and yes. that's what made it so combo. <laughs> everyone was very respectful and professional, and knew what their job was, and knew how to do their job. Oh, you meant it that way. I thought you meant everyone was a professional, and I was like, bitch, I wasn't shit. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> oh, oh, well, because like you were that, data wrangler on that, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how the fuck I got that. <laughs> because like, I, I was the AD, and I was like, "Hey, I have a friend. He should be a data wrangler." And I was there like, and I, the director I, I was like, to, "Okay." I went yeah. to Google, and I was like, "How to use shot put, Pro. dude?" The, the, <laughs> the night before every shoot, I feel like I just forget everything I know dude, about. Even, <laughs> even if you know, like I'm, I'm pretty just, sure we're starting shooting tomorrow, yeah. and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a moment where I'm like, "What is an f stop?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> f stop Fitzgerald. Yes, yes exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Before I ask my next question, I do want to say another cool moment was seeing my second short film playing at a film festival. The first oh, time that I saw yeah. it playing in front of people that I didn't know was amazing. That, that's and that's a really huge cool. Thing. Yeah, yeah. When people watch it who I don't know, that's always like, oh wow, because you don't, because you know, my parents are going to watch it, and they're going to say it's great, and I and I love that support, and I need that. But it's it's a different kind of support when a complete stranger. Yep. will watch it and and like give me feedback because i'm like you have no incentive to be nice right. to me <laughs> and it's almost so, like you yes. take it more seriously then in a way yeah right yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's like totally. oh well this person doesn't know me that well they yeah. have literally no reason yeah to tell me anything yeah, like, exactly. but, but the truth but the truth yeah you know? exactly yeah um but something i think is really interesting about this project is that y'all are co-directing it so That's you right. you this it's story by both of you uh hammond you're the official writer but you're both co-directing it and and we're all co-producing yep. it I want to talk about that dynamic because I think there are a lot of people that want to do that with their friends, but maybe not know how, how that works. You know, like, I mean, there aren't a lot of co-directors that we hear about in the industry. Of course, there's like the Cohen brothers and yeah. and the Duplass brothers and, you know, and stuff like that. The Safety yeah, brothers, yeah. I guess I just named three, but you know, it's mostly just all family. Yeah. They're all family. And we're just like, yo, Hammond, let's fucking do this, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so well, what think... was, where was that idea coming from first off of you co-directing it? And then how, what's the dynamic like? I remember two things and I, I know, I know my version is based in truth, but I don't know. <laughs> Rude? Based in truth is I'm a great film title. But I don't know if, if your version is the same as mine. Now I'm scared. Are you about to say something mean? Am no, I no, cry? no, no, it's, it's, it's nothing mean or anything, but like, okay, I, I remember you, you calling me a while ago, like mm-hmm. months and months and months. Before, you know, I wrote the script, all that stuff, before all that was done. Yeah. And you were like, I want to make a film for the film prize this year. And I straight up told you, like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, I'm busy. And like, at the time, I I just, I was in the the middle of grad school at SMU. And like, I'd been there for about a half a year. And guys, I don't know if you know this, but grad school's tough. (laughs) And (laughs) especially when you're in that fucking advertising thing. It's a very nasty. It's a very stressful time. What's SMU? So, so SMU is Southern Methodist University. Okay. And, and that's in? That's in Dallas. Okay, gotcha. So, like, I went there for a, a master's in advertising, and it was somewhat unexpected. Like, I had been looking at the school the whole time for, like, years, in fact. Yeah. And yep. then um, I applied to DePaul University. DePaul 
mm-hmm. not DePaul, by the way. Yeah. Because uh, some people confuse them. Yeah. And uh, so I applied there, and that's in Chicago. And I applied mm-hmm. for their screenwriting MFA, and I got in. And instantly, that that was one of the moments that I was like really proud of. You're like, yeah. yo, was heroin. This what this feels I got. Like. <laughs> I submitted Second Street, which was the TV pilot that we were talking about earlier. Fucking. And I, I got a call anyway. a couple of months later from Brad Riddell, who was the guy that wrote American Pie Bandcamp. Lit. And he called me and he was like, hey, this is, you know, Brad, I'm with, you know, the the uh, program. Yeah. You're, you're in, you, you're, your letter's on the way. I just want to let you know that, that we think wow. you're a really talented writer. What a great phone call. And we think that you're going places. And Thanks. I was like. Wow. And that, that legitimately was the first time that I heard anybody say that my writing was good that i wow. actually anyone who wasn't like a friend anyone that wasn't a friend yeah. or family someone that i, I did am, not know and yeah. who's like who's a professional and i can't say american right. pie band camp, the professionals. in good conscience it's not you know a cinematic treasure yeah but i that was you know the american pie films even band camp you know is yeah. something that that you know you you grow up watching on like tbs or something mm. and you, you know to have that person call you is very gratifying yeah but so i did that they ended up not offering scholarships mm-hmm. uh for the first year and then gotcha. they would offer it for the second one. I got a huge scholarship package from SMU that I was really happy with, so I had to take it. Yeah. And I'm 100% do not regret that. Good. SMU is fantastic, and it changed me in a lot of ways, and I loved the program and the professors and mm-hmm. everything about it. So when I'm there, though, it's all, it's also very, you know, rigorous. It's yeah. a it, very stressful program. It, like, it put program. you through the fucking ringer. Yeah. Like, I, I talked to you on a regular basis while you were going through it because I was, like, finishing yeah. up my undergrad. Because, like, some people are really bad at school and they need, <laughs> they need like, six years to get a four-year degree. And some people are named Taylor Dick. And, you know. But, yeah, no, like, yeah, I, yeah. I remember, like, talking to you every once in a while. You'd be like, holy shit. Like, yeah. I yeah, am going was, to die. <laughs> like, it was it was a very, it was stressful, but in the best way. You know, yeah, it's it's where you know, stress. you know you're learning stuff and you know that you're taking things yep. with you that you are going to keep using in your life. Not only in advertising, but in film, too. Yeah. And, you know, business and marketing. And I had the yeah. chance to, like, work as, like, a TA and like, mm-hmm. a research assistant and all these things. So I was really, really happy with it, but I was very busy. So when mm-hmm. Taylor called me and was like, hey, I want to do the film prize, I was like, I can't do it. You know, like, yeah. right off the bat, I was like, this is not the time. What pushed you to say yes eventually? Well, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> in because December. Cool as shit. I graduated in December and I got a job, uh, multiple jobs, actually, mm-hmm. back in Natchitoches doing right. uh, some stuff for, like, the Tourism Bureau yeah. uh, for Natchitoches and for Sabian Parish tourism and for like the national park circuit with cane river heritage and just like doing like documentaries and tv ads and all these things and so i was getting a steady influx of work and it wasn't the same level of grad work you know it mm-hmm. was like now now that i'm graduated i don't have to be like writing papers and like doing yeah. all this research and stuff like i can work at my own pace on these projects that i'm actually like getting paid for yeah like like enough to make a living for mm-hmm. so I, I was like there's no other time that i'm going to be able to do to, to do this yeah. you know like where the work is at this point yeah and i'm at this point in my life and we had talked about the script and it just like one thing kind of fell into place mm-hmm. and then the other thing fell into place and then next thing i knew i had written the whole f- film <laughs> And then I had to call Taylor and be like, hey, I know that you said you wanted to help write this, but I literally just wrote 30 pages. So yeah. That was the funniest shit, honestly, because like I remember. OK, so I'll, I'll start from the beginning right before I called you and asked you to be a part of it, because like the original version of that script, there is like 10 pages written in a notebook over there mm-hmm. of the first version of it. And it was like after my great grandfather had died, I mm-hmm. was like riding in a car and I was like, I'm going to write a script. OK, Um. 
I I kind of like shelved it because I was like, eh, this is like an important thing to make, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it poorly. So, right. so it just wasn't the right time. Yeah, it just wasn't that. the right yeah. time. And so I started on the other script that I was talking about, where it was like a body horror script, and I finished it up, and it was really cool. I actually, I'm like kind of proud of it. I think it's going to end up getting, like, it's going to end up being pretty good when I can make it, Um, but I realized that I wasn't going to be able to make it. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's just like, it would take too big of a budget. Yeah. Uh, my talent wasn't, isn't where it needs to be to make it yeah. the way that I need to it's make it. It's good to be conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah it's good to be self-aware. Sort of like a big that. deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I ended up calling you right after I had written the intro scene to that. And I realized this is not what I'm good at. Like, mm. I'm not good at drama. You're better at drama than I am. I'm better. Uh, I don't want to say better in horror. You're better at drama than I am. I'm good in horror. We both work together really well in comedy. That's true, and it's like that's normally that's, that's normally a very like, fair assessment. Yeah. yeah, that's like normally the way that we we work yeah. whenever we're around each other. But we also like we bounce ideas off of each other yeah. really well. So once y'all decided to make this one, did y'all like have the? Because you're also Taylor, you're also like DPing this. Yeah, fuck my um, But like, so why was it not just you know Hammond you direct it and you DP it? Was there like a conscious thought of like we, we want to co-direct that. it? We talked about that at one point. We um yeah we did I don't even but, remember what we said but we, I know we talked about it, it it was mainly that we both had a lot of opinions we both had been yeah. with this story with the in, story in yeah. each iteration since right. day one mm-hmm. and it felt wrong to just hand the reins over to somebody gotcha. yeah that makes sense to just one person when we know yeah. for a fact because we're both on the set that mm-hmm. we're both going to end up being directors in right. some way or another right. plus Taylor and I like really compliment each other well in terms of mm-hmm. like right i i'm focused more on like the writing side of things advertising yeah directing and things like that and taylor does a great job at like director photography and the tech stuff and directing and color and like editing and and you know all the all, all these things okay it's not really that great. you do really good color grading i i feel like i cut well but i don't yeah. color grade well and you color grade oh really yeah. Well. yeah yeah right, right. so I feel like we we kind of fill in the blanks yeah. with what both of our 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 talents and our weaknesses are, yeah. and for that reason, it made more sense to just direct together. Gotcha. Rather than that, and most of the time, like most of the time, we kind of like we see things the same way on a regular basis. Yeah, like, we're really simpatico about and, that. And and whenever, know? but like whenever we do differ. Good word. Hey, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I made it on myself. <laughs> But uh, we normally we see things the exact same way or we like we have a very similar mindset. Yeah. Um, And whenever our opinions do differ, it's like, holy shit, we got to figure this out because it's... one of these is the right choice and we got to figure out which one it is. And we butt heads sometimes. Oh, and it's yeah, like, it's not like bad. Like, I'm not like a screaming angry person or something, but <laughs> <I> like, <am. laughs> yeah, like I said, compliments. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh. No, I mean, like, whenever it is, you know, one of those disagreements, it is, like, a fundamental disagreement. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's breaking so, it down to, like, to like the themes of the fucking yeah. story. Yeah, where you're like, because they're both usually valid ideas. Like, sometimes yeah. I'll just oh, have yeah. something that's oh, way yeah. off base, and Taylor will, will tell me, like, hey, man, yeah. that's a shitty idea. Like, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be fine. <laughs> and vice versa. You know, yeah. And I think that that's another important thing about being able to work yeah. with someone on any way, but right. especially if you're co-directing, is to be able to tell the other person this is a bad idea 
Like yeah. you're a good person, but this idea is horrible. <laughs> and yeah. once you move past that point of like, oh, my feelings are hurt, put on a thick skin, you know? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're here to make a movie. Yeah. Like Absolutely. You're you not going to get your it. way all the time. You have to separate it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, and, for and, sure. and plus, I mean, like, especially like as a writer, mainly as a writer, uh, because that, that tends to be what I, I do more in the film industry these yeah. days as like writing and editing and stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like I have such a very specific vision yeah. of the way that things are going to go. Not yeah. not even necessarily how, how characters look, but how situations will, will run. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, I, I've been playing violin since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And I played like in the orchestra in high school and college and, and you know, all, the, all these things. And music's been a huge part of my life, my whole life. Mm-hmm. So whenever I write... I equate it to music in a lot of ways. Like I hmm. think of musical notes and I think about it with the notes themselves. Like there's a certain rhythm and movement and beat yeah. to dialogue, especially to dialogue, but, yeah, definitely. but, but also just in the way that you hook in an audience and a writer. Well, mm-hmm. I mean that and like, and, even down to whenever or a reader, excuse me, even down to whenever we, whenever we're writing, writing together, I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> whenever, we're, whenever we're writing together um, or I'm just like, observing and like giving input on what you're doing we like we'll be creating playlists and we'll be like this is the feeling of this this is the feeling of this this is the feeling of this yeah so there's always that musical background yeah and it's like that's i i didn't realize that i that i actually did that shit (laughs) no it's a a thing yeah i I have a huge musical thing about a lot of things that i do Mm -hmm. because i know that i know that there's certain um that there are certain albums that I was listening to while I was writing the yeah. body horror script or yeah, like yeah, the other yeah. scripts. Like that's, that's just a thing. And I think that's universal, honestly, but mm-hmm. I, I think, but yours comes down to more of like, you have a tempo that you follow for, for me. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's very rhythm based, but it's also, so I heard somewhere once that, um, the purpose of the script is to get the reader interested yeah. and the purpose of the movie is to get the audience interested. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you're writing a script, it's it's great. You can have the best story in the world. It is just Casablanca all over yeah. again. You know, it's 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 going to be a classic. But you don't write it in a compelling way, and they pass. Mm-hmm. And if you write it in a way to where there's a certain flow to like the descriptions, you mm-hmm. know, and there's a, a rhythm and a beat to the dialogue, and it's not even necessarily this particular script. Yeah. But if 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 you're able to write it in that way then not only is is the reader going to be hooked and they're going to be interested to actually keep going, mm-hmm. but it's going to come across better when you actually shoot it. And to that point, though, I think that that's one one reason why co-directing is very important is because... as Because as, I noticed that you do that. Right. You you notice that I do that. And when I, I, I talk to the actors, I, I constantly have to be very aware that actors are not going to bring exactly what I envision for the beat and the rhythm. Yes. I, I, Yes. I can like put this out like I can take the words and I can use, you know, words that have certain rhythm and beat to them and make, you know, that natural, almost musical sound with, mm-hmm. with the dialogue. But at the end of the day, the inflection and the diction mm-hmm. is what really matters. Right. You can say a beautiful poem, but if you say it yeah. in the wrong way, it's going to come across. Badly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that that's always something that I have to keep in mind. So I, I like having Taylor as a co-director, not mm-hmm. only because we know each other and we, we fill in those those weaknesses and those, those uh, talents and stuff. But also because if I'm talking to an actor and he knows that I've written this with a very specific intention and I'm not explaining that well or I'm expecting, you know, too much maybe, yeah, you know, or maybe even too little, you know, I have Taylor there to step in and gotcha. say, you know, here's here's a better way of doing this. Yeah. You know, here's here's what could be done differently. Yeah. 
and then it comes super... in it comes in on the other side too whenever it's like talking to crew mm-hmm. and things like that where it's like it's very difficult it's very difficult to only be a director and yeah. to communicate with both actors and crew members especially early in your career mm-hmm. because it's like you would have had to like work grip you would have had to yeah. like work camera you would have yeah, had to work this everything. and that and that and like because the majority of my work is crew work like that's yeah the most of what i've done i mean i've done a, a okay amount of assistant directing but the majority of what i've done is crew work the trench work yeah as, as, I, as I, down I in the trenches yeah, yeah as i think kill of it. me i love it but kill me um but like and and that's like whenever I fill in those holes of like what Hammond's not as used to. And I know that you've done that, but it's, I've done it a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to shy away from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in grad school for close to two years, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm out of the loop guys. Like, <laughs> like I need yeah. someone to help me get back yeah. into this. Right. You know? I mean, I'm probably so, not the right person cause I don't even know what a fucking Fernie is, but well, you know. can, can you recommend someone or <laughs> yeah. Hey Wes, well, do you want to co-direct? <laughs> <laughs> we have a co-director opening. Yes, exactly. Actually, it's now available. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really great cause to see on, on my side, I've been, I've been really uh, impressed at how y'all are filling in the blanks. I mean, we haven't even shot yet tomorrow. We're actually going to be putting it to the test and doing it. Right. But Anytime I hear co-director, I, I'm automatically a little bit worried just because I hear so many horror oh, stories. Yes. So you like, think you're going to get the... like split stuff, right? Yeah, yeah like, you think yeah. You're, exactly. You think as like as, as an actor, somewhat you're going to get two different notes from two different people, and you don't know how that's going <laughs> to no, go. That's, we know? talked about yes. this last night before yeah. bed. We were like, we need to know exactly what we're going to say. Yeah. To these actors, yeah, you know, for certain scenes, so we don't give. Yeah, yeah we're making things. sure. Yeah. yeah, we're actively making sure that yeah. we don't talk to actors. Or crew for that matter. Or crew yeah. solo. Because like mm, if if like I'm like if I'm if I go around and I'm like, hey, move this light. Yeah. And then Hammond's like, what the fuck is this light? Yeah, this exactly. Like, you know, like something as simple as that. And it could it, that's like that's a kink in the armor, you know, like and there's yeah. no reason to do that. Yeah. And then even when it comes down to actors, like whenever we were going through the table read today, yeah. it would be like, hey, Hammond, what do you this, think about maybe? this? Yes. Exactly. And then him going, hold on, maybe. Yes. Possibly. Yeah. And then discussing it with y'all. Yeah. Then discussing it with yeah, me. Yeah, I try my best to get y'all's opinions too. So I'm, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm glad that it's not coming across as you're getting different direction. No, not at all. That's great to I'm think? excited. Yeah. Fuck. I'm happy yeah. about that. Because I know that we had like a moment where we like hadn't talked previously about like making sure that we like finalize words before mm-hmm. we talk to other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. like, and we had a moment of, of that. I think it happened like once. And that was like, we had to like sit down and be like, yo, we got to yeah. make sure that yeah. we know. Well, it's obviously that it's like a conscious thing oh, on your mind. Yeah, and I'm really excited to to get started tomorrow. When y'all, when y'all are hearing this, we've already done, shoot, done, we're done with shooting. That's what I'm trying to say. But when you're well, like, when we're recording this, we start tomorrow. So I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, it's very exciting. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, but thank y'all so much for doing this podcast and for having me out here. Uh, that 12 hour drive was long dude thanks for having us it. on i mean <laughs> no, especially yeah. after 12 hours yesterday yes exactly <laughs> yeah. no i'm yeah. excited yeah it's it's gonna be fun the first link in the description of this episode is going to be the facebook page for uh the movie that we're making and so go give that a like follow the page because you know we're going to be posting about the film prize posting bts pics and production videos and stuff like that and uh you know then hopefully you can go see it at a film festival close to your town 
Hopefully, hopefully we can and get also, some uh, podcast find my listeners. Venmo so that yes, exactly. I can um, get make some money. this movie. Yeah, you know, it's just no big deal. Just saying. Like, yeah. I mean, if you want to send me a thousand dollars, like that'd be always, cool. always. <laughs> but like you know, these yeah. are just the links. Cool. <laughs> Here are the links. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all so much. Um, another thing that I want to reiterate is, uh, if you like the podcast, go give us a review and a rating on iTunes because it actually helps out a bunch. So. When you're done with this, go do that. I'm um, about to do that. Thank you so much. Am <laughs> uh, supposed to rate them? Fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you all again. This has been fun. I can't wait to get to shooting tomorrow. And yeah, have a good one, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.